Hello and welcome to EDU31132, The Exceptional Child. This is your host, Isaac Hernandez. Uh, that's just a little bit of radio voice humor for you guys. I hope you liked it. But yeah, this is 31132, The Exceptional Child. Um, I'm a fifth year teacher and this is Talking With Teachers. I created this podcast to broaden my horizons and hopefully broaden the horizons of other educators. So today's topic is Special Education Services or SES. Um, we're going to go over is inclusion, collaboration, uh, RTI, the response to intervention, communication disorders, dyslexia, ADHD, emotional disorders, and autism. So many education teachers don't realize that students with disabilities don't suffer from an intelligence issue, but rather from a condition that impacts their learning. As educators, it's our job to find the best ways to support their needs. Inclusion and collaboration are two huge components. Inclusion is important because students need to be included in every aspect of education. Just because they have a disability doesn't mean that they should be outside of the general population or not included in certain, certain um, components of education. Collaboration is one way that educators can make this happen. Uh, collaborating with other educators, such as specialists, counselors, um, and especially families, is, is very important to meeting the student's needs. So usually services begin when, a, when, an, ed, when an educator or a uh, parent has a concern. Um, the RTI process is what happens, and um, it's usually followed by interviews and um, tests to, to um, see what the child is going through. Um, as an educator, there's three key responsibilities and that is providing the proper interventions, collaborating with other educators such as specialists and families, and creating an inclusive environment. Uh, students with special needs, they will sometimes require accommodations or modifications. Uh, ways to do this is co-teaching. There's certain models of co-teaching that you can use to help support students' needs, but as an educator, you have to find the proper model that really supports that student's needs. Uh, routines are another excellent strategy to um, accommodate and modify. And also um, minimizing or expanding a text. If uh, a student is struggling in a certain area, you can minimize the work. And when the student starts to grasp the concept, then you can return to the original assignment. Uh, or you can leave the original assignment and say it's a condensed text, you can expand the text or create gaps in the text and add stuff like vocabulary words and definitions. So moving on to communication disorders. Uh, students with special needs um, often suffer from communication disorders. Um, it often affects their ability to understand or use language, both spoken and written. Uh, it can affect the child's ability to read, write, and spell, and also do basic, basic math calculations. Um, one way to help this is is to involve students in social situations and to model behavior in social situations. So um, one condition that kind of affects communication um, is ADHD. ADHD um, should be thought of more of a disorder than a disability. Some symptoms or characteristics of ADHD is hyper excessive movement, uh, fidgeting, tapping, 
their hands and feet, walking around, chewing or gnawing on a pencil or a shirt, something something like that, of that nature. Um, they have, they lack uh, attention, they lack focus, uh, they can blurt things out, shout things, um, or, or display challenging behaviors. So um, one way that you can, or some ways that you can uh, help support students with ADHD is by using humor, using cartoons, um, creating a seating arrangement so they don't get distracted by peers or distract other peers, and using a reward system. So moving on to dyslexia. Dyslexia um, also can affect communication disorders or can contribute to communication, <clears throat> I'm sorry, communication disorders. Um, often with dyslexia, uh, students have trouble with the placement of letters and words, and they struggle when they read. And this can fatigue them. They can, it makes them very tired. So when they move on to new concept or other activities, they don't really have the strength or the energy to participate. And so it impedes learning um, in other areas. Um, so some strategies to help students with dyslexia is, again, creating routines. Um, repeating instructions, step-by-step -step instructions, and allowing students to have uh, processing time so that they can uh, understand or grasp concepts, right? And um, routines are, are, are a really, really big thing and, and, and reward systems. And what you can also do is involve students in creating the reward system. So the next topic is going to be emotional disorders. Um, students with, uh, students with, uh, with special needs will, will, will sometimes display uh, challenging behaviors. Um, it can be frustrating, but educators need to remember that, again, this isn't always uh, like a normal general education student that is just having a bad day. Um, these students sometimes can't control their emotions. So, Again, the big thing is routines again. Routines are, are, are a really big thing for um, students that can display challenging behaviors. Creating these routines um, and, and establishing rules at the beginning of the year or even sometimes even at the beginning of every class um, can really help um, limit challenging behaviors and, and, and um, distraction during instruction time. So the last uh, con um, topic that we're going to speak about today is autism. Um, students that uh, have autism, they usually um, show characteristics such as uh, abnormal body, body posturing or facial expressions. Um, they have um, abnormal voice tones. Uh, they lack eye contact or they have poor eye contact or won't give you any eye contact at all, um, delays in speaking, um, and that flat monotonous speech, things of that nature. So um, autistic students, is, again, is, is another big, big thing as, as, as it's kind of a, a um, pattern that we're seeing here is, is creating routines. Um, when you create routines with students with autism, uh, it's it's really important. As a matter of fact, they kind of rely on routines more than um, 
other students when they when their routines get switched or or when they're um, encountering new situations it can be difficult for them to adjust so educators need to do the same as as as, as um, a lot of the other situations model this behavior um, create systems where um, they um, are, are are familiar with um, and and create social situations as well and and also reward systems reward systems are a, a, another fantastic way to help minimize uh, behaviors and to um, to meet the to meet the needs of the student and and help them be engaged in in the learning environment so that um, concludes um, the discussion for today um, you know the thing that's important to remember is that students that have special needs uh, need to be included. Inclusion again is is a very big thing. Routines are a big thing, but most importantly is is we need to recognize our student as any other student. Um, they they are are they are classified as having a disability, but they're also able to do many things. And as educators, it's our responsibility to find out what what supports them best and how to suit those needs. So thank you for joining me um, on talking with teachers. And I hope this was helpful.